you're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 16. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two, and my sparring partner, Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It is going well. Player three on this one, Ninja Yoshi 13. What's up, man? Hey, glad to be here. How are you guys doing? We are glad you're here as well. You got to go hands-on with Smash. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. We're really, really uh, yeah. jealous. We're super jealous. So uh, before we do that, guys, we record this show live on twitch.tv slash N64josh, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, did I say I said everything? That's it. That's when we record it. Like, I was going to keep going. Like, I'm just going to, like, broken record that thing. But, yeah. So come hang out. It's a good time. If you are watching this on YouTube, it is on all of the podcast players, you can you can listen to it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. So check it out there if you'd like. And uh, the show notes for this episode will be n64josh.com slash SBC16. And real quick, OP Seat is one of my sponsors. It's a gaming chair that I sit in to record all these shows, do all my streams. And right now, you can save... Up to $60 off of one of their chairs. Go to n64josh.com slash OP seat. And by using that link, just found this out today, you automatically take $10 off the price of the chair and all the chairs are $50 off right now. So get there quick for the summer sale. Pretty good stuff. OP seat. Uh, n64josh.com slash OP seat is the link you want to go to. So there we go. That is out of the way. It's been a good week. We just keep getting more and more smash news. So, uh, crawler, you want to kind of just kick this thing off for us with, yeah, this is so going to be, this is going to be your today. normal part, right? This is, this is, yeah, you. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. All right. It's kind of depressing right now with how many days it is, but right now, as of, uh, today's June 22nd. So adjust as you will, as you're listening throughout the week, but we have 167 days left until smash is out. <sighs> 167 days. Come on. Come on. So far. It's so, so close. close. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Ninja? After playing it already, like, does it feel even further for you than it yeah, does? You have for an us? itch to scratch now, and <laughs> I, I, I at least am, am ignorant to the whole thing right now. So, this is true, but I guess, it, I guess for me, it might be just because I got to play it. So, I guess I might hold me over a little longer. Just a little bit, okay. but at the same time, it's like, I want the game now. Yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that. Well, we got some news. We got smash news, and then we're going to talk to Ninja. We're going to find out uh, what it was like going hands on. But SourceGaming.com has done a translation of Sakurai's Famitsu column, volume 557. So we're just going to kind of dive right into this thing here. The game is built off of a pre of the pre-existing games. Otherwise, the character count would have been about a third of what it is now. So, real quick, I wrote an article this week, is Smash 5 a new game? Now, why did I title it that way? Well, because when I started on to Google, is Smash that was the first thing that came up. Is Smash 5 a new game? So you're like, you know what? I'm going to title a, pod, uh, a uh, blog post about this exact title. And I basically got as sarcastic and snarky as possible throughout the whole thing because I'm of the mind that who cares, right? Like, who cares? If, it's, if, if we're that worried about a game being 
a port, then you got to throw out so many games. Splatoon 2. Mm-hmm. It's not a new game. It's a port. Same engine. Oh, okay. Well, the the engine's what does... I mean, look, I went on Wikipedia. Wikipedia says that a port is an identical version. So unless this is the identical version, it's not a port. Technically, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze isn't even then. Exactly. Neither is Mario Kart. Neither is Pokin. Neither... None of these, none of these ports that are coming over from the Wii U are actual ports, according to Wikipedia. So, well, so yeah, grain of salt there. But, but I think I think we had we had a lively discussion in Discord, and I think other things I've seen on on Twitter, and I haven't I I tend to try to stay away from Reddit a little bit just because that can be toxic. But, um, but I mean, just overall, the discussion I've seen on the internet this week has been coming to the realization that just because it's a sequel and it's building off an engine does not make it a port. I think we discussed this a little bit last week, but just because of what we've seen so far looks similar to what we've seen in smash four, it doesn't mean it's the same thing. And, and of course it's going to look similar because we're getting everything again that we've already seen. Plus we're getting the stuff. I, I mean, I think there was excitement earlier this week that we were talking about, just the excitement of all the 64 levels coming back and being remastered and getting to experience those levels that we haven't played in so long again, but just with every character now. So, I mean, it's obviously not a port otherwise or uh, Majora's mask is a port. Uh, Splatoon is a port. Like you said, uh, all the halos, the gears, I mean, they're not ports. They're just, they're expanding on the engine and making it better. And Mr. Cool Red Luigi from the chat says, I won't buy unless it's a port now. (laughs) (laughs) So we've had the most fun just playing the devil's advocate and like in the discord, just constantly going, going at this thing and like swip, like flip flopping sides all the time. So I canceled uh, my pre-order this morning in the discord. Yeah, that's you did. You did. I remember. I remember. (laughs) So, um, so we're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to just go right off this source gaming, um, uh, link here. You can check it out in the show notes, this, this post, and I have the link in the show notes. Game speed was increased. I pulled a quote from the, uh, from the article. It says, for example, the knockback speed, uh, has been increased even when launched at a short distance, a character will fly off very quickly, then suddenly slow down, reducing the time while incapacitated has helped improve the flow of gameplay. I wanted to include this change in previous entries, but I gave up because it was easy to lose track of your position, especially on the 3DS. I've also increased fighters initial jump speed, reduced aerial landing lag, and made a slew of other changes that will accelerate gameplay without making the game itself too hardcore. Ninja, what do you think of that statement? I can definitely confirm that all that's true. <laughs> uh, the knockback speed, you know, while playing, that definitely was something to get, that I had to get used to because you, when they fly off, you have to kind of know where your character is going. So, you, like, your eyes have to kind of go to the left really quick, much faster than previous games. Uh, but it definitely did increase how much faster the game is compared to, like, the Wii U version, for sure. So I, I want to ask somebody that's played the game. So that that little that little I'm trying to describe it, but the the little icon of the map and the the kill kill zones um, that popped up when we saw gameplay in 
in the direct and in treehouse is that that i'm assuming that's present at all times like when somebody is off screen is that pop up yeah it does so like does that make uh, it easier to kind of track where you are and and adjust as such as well I think it does because it's really close to where the blast zones are. So if you know your character's going in there, your eyes already looking in that area. And since so the characters launch so much faster, you can at least see if you know what, what color character you are. So if you're like a player one, there's just a red dot. So as mm-hmm. long as you see where the red dot is, it can kind of help you a little bit. Um, but I didn't really see myself using it that much. Maybe it's because I'm not used to having something there before. Uh, but I think it's, probably what it was there for yeah i don't i don't know if i would necessarily gravitate to looking that as well when playing but because when we were watching all this footage it was something new on the screen i think that's why i kind of fixated on that from the from the treehouse stuff so that's i think why i i was asking that yeah one of the things that'll be crazy about that is just watching like watching people play live and being able to see like, did you see how close they were to getting, you know, getting knocked out that kind of thing? Like it's uh, it's just going to make things a little more, uh, a little more exciting. I think what I find the most interesting about this statement, I mean, for one, like, yes, let's make the game a little bit faster because that's closer to melee speech, which, which I know there's a lot of people that love that, but two, why did they make the 3DS and the Wii U version the same? Why not make them a little different so that, I mean, obviously there's some differences, but I almost feel like they needed to be a little more standalone and, and the version we could have had on the Wii U could have been closer to ultimate. It's just, it's, it seems a little bit like a little bit of a strange decision. I mean, I think it's, mainly based on install base i mean the wii u was so little and the 3ds was so large that they i i mean i guess for the most part i mean ice climbers i guess were held back because of 3ds i think that's been publicly said correct yeah yep yeah so i mean so i but and also i don't know if it was I, i think it was in this article or was it something else i saw either today or yesterday that Game development actually started while they were still doing DLC for Smash for Wii U. Yeah, twenty fifteen. So for this for this new one, yeah, yeah. So that's so, I mean that's three years. It's, yeah, it's been it's the ideas have been around and they've been working on it for a while. So it is kind of interesting, but we also got a very similar game, which was nice, I guess. But it could, I guess, now seeing this, we know it could have been maybe so much more. possibly but like you said the install base and i mean they did do some i mean uh, you know some people might love it some people might hate it it worked out good when my son's hand was broken he was able to use his ds as a controller while we were playing uh on the wii u so i mean some of that stuff Mm -hmm. is is kind of cool but i don't know that it was all of that necessary like if the game had been better would it have sold more wii u's if it had you know, and I'm not saying the game is bad by any means, but when you look at the speed of the new one, to me, it looks like more of the speed the game should be versus looking at uh, at Smash Four, which we have on the screen right now. So, um, I just I don't know. It's just it's pretty interesting to me that the 3DS dictated so much of of the previous previous games, but mm-hmm. they also sold. Yeah, I think too. it just came down to they wanted to make both versions similar to each other, so neither 
like if the people who don't have the Wii U, which was a lot of people, weren't missing out on much. I mean, yeah, they missed out on like a lot of stages and music and stuff, but I mean, the core mechanics and the characters were there, which is one of the biggest reasons why the Ice Climbers didn't show up in the Wii U version. Right. Right. And I mean, and the thing is, they did for what we have on the 3DS, the game's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I mean, the biggest yeah. thing missing is challenge challenge it like the the challenge trophy board right isn't that missing and then eight man smash i think i yeah something like that those there there are just a few a few mm-hmm. minors but just interesting nonetheless that it that it dictated so much uh a few more items from the article damage increased in one-on-one matches some of the stuff we've already we've already known about from uh from e3 and that's happening because he wants them wants the matches to be a little more exciting. I mean, there's a lot of times, I think, especially when we first started out trying to get this game down. Like, how many times did we not even connect with anything? We were just jumping, oh, yeah, we dodging, were and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so, to finally hit, to finally land something, to do a little more percentage, it's going to increase uh, the speed of these of these matches. And I think, uh, I think overall, it is a good thing. Ninja, did you do any one on one? I did not. I just did four player. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but I mean, we got to see the end of uh, Zero and MK Leo, and you know, it was the same kind of thing. Like they'd be jumping around trying to trying to land hits, whatever. And then you know, when they would finally connect, um, they they would connect big. I mean, the stuff that Sonic was doing to Mario in the air was uh, <laughs> it was pretty brutal, you know. And I even think. <laughs> I'm listening to uh, Zero's interview on the Nintendo Power podcast uh, that was pretty much immediately after uh, his victory. I think it was like maybe maybe that afternoon or that next day. But uh, just him talking, I think it sounds like this version of Sonic in, in Ultimate is nerfed down a little bit from what he is in Smash for Wii U. Hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. On just like his, his uh, dash attacks and some of his other it just seems like he was able to take advantage of what Sonic couldn't do based on what he had known that he could do in smash four. So it's interesting there. He gives us a little more detail on the starting roster, which is the N64 (laughs) roster, which forces players to try more characters as you, as you unlock them. We don't know how this is going to work in past games. Sometimes if you did 10 matches with this character, it would unlock uh, another character, right? There was, I mean, I think melee and brawl, there was all kinds of different paths to unlocking different characters. And I, I, from what we can tell, we don't have anything confirmed. This is going to be very similar. And he even mentions certain racing game. I don't know why he didn't say Mario Kart, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mario Kart does the same thing where not, I mean, obviously not the one on the, n- not the one on the switch, everything's unlocked. But prior to that, you would have, you would be racing to unlock characters, unlock bikes, unlock, you know, un- to, to unlock all this stuff. It kind of gives you mm-hmm. a little more of a reward when playing. And so that's going to be, that's going to be nice. And a lot of times the way they've done it with smash is it's like, Oh, win a hundred matches. And then this character will unlock or go do this path over here on this, you know, single player thing or whatever, or, and, and that would unlock stuff. So there, there'd be multiple ways to do it. So if you're like, Hey, I just plan on jumping online and not really doing anything other than that. There's still a good chance. You're going to be able to unlock everything. It just may take a little bit longer. 
Yeah, and anything's better than setting it to one stock and jumping off to get those matches done. Oh no, yeah, please don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not let's not go there. So, um, this is kind of cool. Stage selection takes place before character selection, so you can choose your fighter accordingly. Ninja, you got to go hands on. Was that helpful at all? It was, but it was something I had to get used to. Like I remember when, when I first played the demo, I was like, I had to. I had to choose a stage first, but <laughs> I can see where he was coming from. So like a uh, character like little Mac, for example, he does better on stages where you can't fall a lot. So if you choose a stage that has, you know, no fall off kind of uh, pits, then you'd probably want to do little Mac at that point. So I can see where he's coming from in that sort of aspect. Yeah. And it really should open up the, it, it feels like he's wanting people to play with more characters than just and and the way he's approaching it is just like you said if if there's not a place to fall off little mac is now a viable option right because he's a great fighter but his jump and everything else Mm -hmm. is is his recovery is is just like garbage so that's uh that's pretty cool crawler what do you think of that uh i mean i think this is definitely a quality of life and improvement for spectators as well as players for the competitive scene. I mean, I think a lot of these changes yield themselves to that, that community and being able to like, especially with the options to select the stages with uh, Omega or battlefield or regular and, and uh, the hazards off. I think that opens up a whole lot of things as well as having the stage selection be first to just have a bunch of characters on the table and, and be open to different, different maps or stages. Excuse me. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, the more, the merrier, like it, I mean, it just feels like they have listened. They have, they've listened to the community. They, they have, he's he's pushing this game in directions that shows that they're still trying to innovate and make this the best possible game. Yeah. There's still going to be complaints of things that aren't there. People want, um, you know, wave dash and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, story mode it and story mode. Yeah. And we don't have confirmation one way or the other, if there is anything, but I mean, what 65, 66 characters trying to get all that, uh, tweaked and, and everything like that's a ton of work. That is a ton of work. So, and he does go into mention how like Nintendo really went to bat for him. Like, cause he's like, this is what I want. And they were like, we'll see what we can do. And boom, they got all of the licenses. I think the article even said something about throwing money at it as well. Just how much it was going to cost to do that. And I mean, obviously there's third party licenses that they had to go out and confirm and, and get before they could make that kind of announcement. Yeah. And, and, you know, every time, right? What does he say? We've already mentioned it. I'm done after this. This, this is my, this is the last smash. Game. <laughs> well, it's a little, it's a little, it makes me a little nervous when you have super smash bros ultimate. And it's literally his, his, I mean, this is like, this could be the swan song, right? It's, it's all here. This is the complete package. So hopefully it's not, but who knows? Maybe it's the kind of thing that he's like, after this smash, I am done. Maybe some, maybe some young blood comes in and yeah. And, does he have a protege? I don't even know. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he does. So, but, uh, end of the day, I think we would all agree. We don't ever want to see him, uh, stop making these games. So, and speaking of Sakurai, 
this makes me just kind of furious. He has been getting harassed on social media. Things have been getting tweeted at him that are very, very inappropriate. There's a few things that I've seen that it's just like, why, why, why is this happening? All because of Waluigi. Right. And, uh, um, it's just not, it's not okay. It's not okay. Like, and at this point it's been so bad. You almost wonder like, are they going to say, well, we might've thought about this, but now that it's so bad, forget it. We're not going to, we're not going to let the trolls win, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, the memes were all in good fun and it was funny, but then when you hear about this kind of stuff, it just, it kind of just puts a wet blanket over everything. Yeah. Washington post, um, Netflix, all that stuff. That was, that was, it was great. I mean, the, the community was loving it. They were sharing it. That was, and then it just has to go too far. Ninja, what do you think about this with the, with uh, Sakurai getting, uh, getting harassed? Yeah, I think it's unfair for him. I mean, he's been working so much on this game that just having people get mad over a character not getting in is just unfair to him. And frankly, like, if you're a true fan of Smash, you just have to like with what's in the game, you know? Clearly these people are just trying to get attention, at least some of them are, and just unfair to Sakurai. Well, and I think going going to a, I mean, it's kind of a related topic, but Nintendo, I don't know if it was Reggie or if it was just a spokesperson for Nintendo, admitted that they are they have their ear to the ground. They know that people want Animal Crossing. They know that people want other stuff on Switch. So they're not they're not tone deaf to the to the community and what's going on. So, I mean, I think they they know that we want, especially just Daisy was kind of out of left field, but to to think that we aren't going to have any surprise characters in this game you just you aren't a good fan of smash then if you if you think that so i mean i i know we're going to have some hidden characters that we don't know about now coming and we we were speculating that if it was going to happen that the final game wasn't going to have waluigi as a assist trophy but but now and and maybe this was just the ultimate troll of them bringing the game to e3 showing the the playable demo i'm sure i don't don't know how scripted that could have been in the code with having waluigi pop up as a trophy but it was there and we saw it so it was kind of that and that was i think that was in the was that in the direct that we saw waluigi or was that in treehouse i don't even know so it could have been in the direct okay so the direct was completely scripted then so that could have been a troll from Nintendo or Zachary himself, just like having fun with all of us. Like, Oh, we know you want him in this game. And here he is, this is assist trophy again. And now maybe, maybe like you said, Josh, it could be kind of ruined for all of us, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's uncalled for. And if you're listening to this and you've been doing stuff like that, please, please stop. We're asking nicely. And that's the last time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, Ninja, tell us real quick, just give us the lowdown on you, man. You, you and I and Crawler all play on a, uh, Splatoon team. Will you play Crawler and I get in yeah. your backpack and, uh, we, we help sometimes, but I mean, so you, you play some Splatoon, you've been making some YouTube videos, uh, for your new YouTube channel, which can be found at, you just got to search Ninja Yoshi at this point. 
Yeah, just Ninja Joe Street 13. Okay. And uh, so you're making some Splatoon videos. Are you think you're going to do any Smash videos? Oh, yeah. So uh, me and my cousin are really big on Smash Bros. We play a lot together. Um, and we get pretty competitive. And so we were thinking about actually planning on recording some videos together. Very and cool. hopefully get get that going once the new Smash Bros. comes out. Nice. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you'll do some Smash Bros. in the future. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear it. I'm going to tease something, too, for you guys. Um, a few of you guys may know of a... Uh, a YouTuber by the, that goes and a Twitch streamer that goes by Fallout Plays, and he is a pretty avid Smash player. And when the new game launches, him and I will be doing a handful of videos as well. So, gonna be a ton of content coming out uh, coming out for for Smash. But Ninja, let's talk about your E3, man. Like, what what characters did you get to play? What was the? Did you go to the tournament? I did not. I just saw it from the big screens on the floor. Okay. Okay. What well, I mean, even there, was there was there a little bit of uh like was there some energy with people watching? Oh yeah. Yeah, there was like people who kinda of stopped well they, they showed they showed the finals against MKLeo and Zero and a lot of people kinda of just stopped what they were doing and just turned around. <laughs> I was actually playing uh Fortnite on the floor when it happened. Okay. But my back was turned. So I had to like I literally just stopped playing Fortnite and just turned around to watch the <laughs> to watch the uh, the game. But uh, yeah, there was like a lot of people, you know, like with like ooh and ahs and like whenever someone played uh, did a good combo or something, and you know, there's just a lot of people watching. And it was really fun actually being there with like everyone else. Oh, dude, it's such an amazing experience when it's so many like-minded people hanging out and doing you know doing stuff like that. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's like it's just were, were it's they just pumping in? Were they pumping in the audio for it too? Oh yeah, yeah, they had audio playing just for that. So you got to go hands on. What were some of the character? Who were some of the characters you got to play as? Yeah, so I played four games total, and first I had to try out the Inklings. You know, I just uh, had to. <laughs> I, I mean, I would expect nothing <laughs> less. What'd you think? Uh, they were really cool. Um, definitely more when I play Smash, I tend to go for the more lightweight characters. And the Inklings definitely fit my my fighting style. They're really fast. Uh, they can move across the stage really quickly. One of the biggest things I had to get used to was definitely their ink, their ink tank. In Splatoon, I'm really good at doing that, but in Smash, it's not something I really think about. So half of the time, I find myself uh, running out of ink, and then I couldn't really figure out how to fill up ink until I figured you had to hold the shield button and then the B button mm. at the same time to fill ink. So I had to like figure out how to get away from the action to kind of fill my ink. Um, so that took a little bit to get used to. But overall, they're definitely a lot more close range than I thought they were going to be, consider, for, consider they're coming from a shooting game like Splatoon, which is fine. It's just something I didn't really expect. Uh, the roller is pretty, pretty OP so far, I got to admit. Just being able to side B the whole time and just roll around and just bury people on the ground was really satisfying. <laughs> oh, sounds awesome. Yeah. How, um, how was it like, uh, trying to cover your opponent with ink and then going in for the attack? Was it, did it feel pretty fluid or did it kind of, did it, did it throw you off a little bit? Uh, it threw me off a little bit because at least that longer range, the splatter shot doesn't inflict, 
flinching. So you have to kind of do it. It's kind of like Fox's uh, gun, where it doesn't flinch right away. Okay. But as you get cl- at closer ranges, they do. So that's kind of when you want to do it. Uh, because before I was like, oh, I can just shoot. But then your enemy gets closer to you, so you have to kind of like back back off a little bit. Um, does does but, it do any tick? Does it do any like one percent tick damage like Bayonetta's guns do or anything? No. Yeah, they, they still do damage. They just don't okay. do flinching from longer range uh but you could inflict ink using other weapons again uh also i think the slosher the down down smash does also cover your opponent in ink the roller does as well so there are other options that you can use uh but it's it's something that i just i I had to get used to a little bit to realize oh wait yeah i could inflict more damage by covering them ink first and then going in for an attack this is something I didn't really think about the did, first time. Did you notice a lot of change in that versus like a normal attack when they weren't covered versus when they were? Is I, it I is it noticeable or is it not that much? I don't think it's that much. I didn't really pay much attention to it. I feel like it would be a lot more noticeable in one-on-ones. But since I was playing with the other three other people, it was kind of just like, I kind of, I may have inked one person, but another person would be coming in from above, so I had to worry about them first before I was able to finish off the other guy. Uh, and so it was kind of a little more difficult to kind of really try to see what was going on in that aspect. Gotcha. So what were some of the other characters you got to play as? Uh, I did play as Ridley. That was the second person. I, w- I just wanted to try the newcomers. Yeah, yeah. How, uh, how'd that go? Yeah, so he was more more lightweight than I thought. I thought it was going to be a heavy character. He's not as heavy as Bowser. I think he's was more kind of Donkey Kong ish, maybe. Okay. Um, especially cause his wings. Cause you can, he's a little floaty with his wings. So you, you can, you can fly up to three times kind of like Charizard. Um, but he's, he's, he's a heavy hitter though. I can tell, uh, more close range as well, except his side B has like a little tail thing that you can charge and it'll like, it'll, uh, stun people temporarily so you can do a follow-up i think my favorite move from his was his side b though where he'll grab you and then slide you across the floor then throw you off i think they showed that in his reveal trailer oh, okay that was definitely one of the more satisfying moves to use yeah speaking of that reveal trailer real quick like how cool was that like just the uh like all creepy and like looked like they were you know mario and mega man and and samus like <laughs> getting impaled by his tail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it was brutal it really was i loved it i loved it so what were the other two characters you got to play as uh i got to play as pikachu uh just because i like playing as pikachu uh there was nothing really different of him besides some of his i think his like neutral air is slightly different now. Um, the way he attacks is a little different, but basically his uh, his uh, neutrals and or his specials are basically the same. Uh, but the other person I did get to play as was Link. I just wanted to see how they changed it up, and he definitely plays slightly different than before, for sure. Was it hard getting used to not having the uh, hook shot? <laughs> yeah i actually i think i fell off once because i was trying to tether the wedge <laughs> and i was like oh wait i don't have one anymore and i just <laughs> fell straight down 
in his grab, you have to be, you know, more close range grab, just like other characters yeah. without any sort of long range grab. So that was something I had to get used to as well. What character did you main in Smash 4? Um, I played a lot of characters, but I think my my best one, at least for one-on-ones, would probably be Lucas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So overall, give me your impressions of how just how the game felt. I definitely noticed it was a lot faster than the Wii U version. Like, I played with my cousin, who I went to with E3, and we both kind of talked about comparing that game to the Wii U version, and we both definitely felt it was a lot faster. I, it, it was definitely the uh, the launch, the speed increase of the launch probably added to that. I think just characters felt a little slightly heavier, so you fell faster, kind of like melee. Um, I just felt like there was a lot more going on, which I actually liked. I enjoyed it. It kept the, it kept the matches very fast-paced. There was always something going on. And you, had, you just had to pay a little more cl- close attention to where your character was launching. Uh, but other, other than that, it's, it felt pretty similar, slightly, to the Wii U version, just slightly faster. When, when you were playing, did you have many of those um, freeze-frame home run shot moments where, that they had in the tournament where it feels like you're going to fly off to the blast zone but then at least in the in the pro tournament they didn't a lot of times did you have many of those in the games you were playing oh i see um no i think those only show up on one-on-one battles okay. i think yeah yeah because i was i was kind of curious about that if if maybe in the final game if that's going to be tweaked to to be understood if it's a guaranteed kill shot that it would do that versus I feel like we got it a lot in those in the, in the tournament where it didn't end up being that. And it took kind of took away from the game for a second. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw those a few times too. Um, there were the times when one thing that kind of confused me a little bit was again, going back to the increased launch speed is that a lot of the times you get launched so far off screen that you think that you're going to, you're going to get KO'd, but you don't. So, you know, before you get launched like that fast uh, to the side of the, of the map, then you most likely get KO'd. And sometimes when I was playing, I was like, oh, no, I got KO'd. But I was like, no, that just, I just got launched fast, sure, but not necessarily the blast zone. So that was something that was kind of weird. And I don't know if that's something they could fix or if that's something that we're just going to have to live with. Um, but half of the time... I didn't get KO'd when I thought I was going to. Or when you're going to KO someone and they don't. Gotcha, gotcha. So you'd say that was almost a little bit frustrating then? Yeah, just a little bit. Because like sometimes like, you're, you're going to get KO'd. If you think you're going to get KO'd, and then you don't, then you have to, oh, I have to, I have to recover now. And then sometimes you're too late because you recovered too late. What did you think of just the overall look of the game? I think it looks better than the Wii U version. I mean, the graphic-wise, you know, has, it still has, like, the nice colorful look to it that the Wii U one had, but I think it's a little more polished. Like, I definitely noticed it was a lot smoother. Uh, I think the game runs at 1080p, right? Did the Wii U version run? Yeah, well, uh, I, don't, I don't think many Wii U games run 
that high. But I know that I did see stats that they came out with for the at least the Switch saying 1080p docked at 60 frames, and then I think it was at it was either at 720 or slightly higher. It might be at 900 something handheld. Or no, the screen can't on handheld can't go higher than 720, right? I right. think. Yeah. But uh, the game is locked at 60. So handheld or okay. docked, it's going to be at 60. Okay, yeah. So but I think we, yeah, we, so I don't. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything about the game that you didn't like? Um, I guess it's not that I didn't like it, but I guess. I just so used to choosing the stage after choosing the character that <laughs> it was very off-putting for me. Okay. Not that I don't like the idea. It's just that something that I just have to get used to, I guess. It was still slightly off-putting where it's like, oh, the match ending. And then you think you're going to go to the character select screen, but no, you go to the map select screen. You're like, oh, right. I had to like completely rearrange my mind a little bit. I see. I see. Let's talk about the the controls i'm guessing the only way you got to play was with a pro controller yes that's correct okay no handheld and no gamecube <clears throat> nope just a pro controller okay well let's talk about that because i just had uh lily zaldivar on my other podcast and she said she could not wait to play the game with the gamecube controller and uh i'm just curious on what you thought about playing the game with the pro controller versus uh playing smash with a gamecube controller so i've actually i think the gamecube was one of the it's probably the few if not the only nintendo console besides the nes and snes because i wasn't born yet uh that i have not owned so i actually never got that much hands-on experience with melee besides uh you know going over to a friend's house who had it or buying it when the wii came out so i can play it on that so I actually don't really care for the GameCube remote in Smash. I've been able to adapt very well uh, to... I even played it sideways on the Wii. Like, the Wii remote held sideways, and I did fine. <laughs> so you'll be at home with the Joy-Con? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I liked how the Pro Controller felt, and I think that's how I'm going to play it when the game comes out. Um, I won both two of the games, two or four games that I played. And so I, I thought it felt nice. I mean, I love the Pro Controller, the way it feels. I mean, I play with Splatoon all the time. And I thought it felt great. So one of the things that, you know, happens all the time in Smash, one of the, one of the reasons that we love it so much is just the, the, the craziness that can, that can take place while uh, a match is going on. Is there anything that stuck out in your mind while, while you were playing that was like, oh, that was so awesome? Any, anything at all? Mm, I think one, well, the final smashes, definitely. They changed a lot how they work. They're a lot faster now. So like Link's, well, Link's final smash now is an ancient arrow. So you just have to aim uh, at someone and they get launched already. I was able to try out Ridley's final smash, which was just really cool to look at. Uh, so I think whenever just someone got a final smash, they were a lot faster. So I think that kind of helped where it was like, oh, like, that's cool. Like something happened and then boom, we're back in again. It's like, oh, okay, I kind of like that. Uh, the other thing were the items a little bit. I think now. You there can actually be two assist trophies that spawn. Oh wow! So when that happened, yeah. So when that happened, you have like 
you know, you can have like Andros in the background and then you have something else going on. So that kind of added a little bit more to the chaotic battle. Um, I think those were the two, I think two biggest things that kind of stood out to me, where it's like pretty much adding to the craziness of what was already going on. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is there anything else that, uh, that we need to hear about your experience with smash? Any, anything at all? Mm. No, I think, I think that's about it. Okay. Uh, overall, like after playing it, you're pretty, pretty hyped. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. This game's going to be really fun. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Our smash character video for this week is going to be Greninja. That was requested in the discord. And uh, this is from Prima guides. This Greninja is one of the fastest characters in the game has a good jump, a good jump height and recovery options. Combine this uh, with its average weight and good range. Uh, thanks to Greninja's water blades, you can see why Greninja can be quite capable in battle. Use your upcharge water shuriken to fight from a distance and punish uh, from a distance with your ground speed and or shadow sneak. Don't get carried away with your speed, though, as your weight is your weakness. And so we do have a handful of of videos one just kind of going over just how to play as Greninja you'll be able to watch those directly in the show notes we also have a highlight video of uh, of Greninja and just some high level play so you will be able to check that out um, in the show notes that's n64josh.com slash sbc16 right we're gonna give you a little a uh, little preview of next week crawler what, what do we got what do we got for uh, for next week yeah, so I wanted to take take some time here, and we heard a little about a little bit from uh, Ninja here, who who experienced some different options, I guess, with old familiar characters that we know. So I kind of wanted to take take a chance to uh, try to take a look and find all those changes that we at least know of so far on on characters that because we're getting them all back, but we are getting some of those changes. So we're gonna try to highlight what's changed on characters we know about and how we think that could possibly affect how they play. All right, cool. Well, uh, Ninja, let everybody know where they can find you, my friend. Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel, which has gameplay video right now of mostly Splatoon. Eventually I yeah, will do some smash bros. Once that comes out, uh, you can find me at Ninja Yoshi 13. I do have a Twitch. I know pudding. I saw your chat. You're waiting for my Twitch stream. Uh, that's uh, Ninja Yoshi underscore 13. I'm currently trying to save up to get a microphone before I do that. Cause I'm sure you guys want to hear me talk and not just watch me play Splatoon on Twitch. So once I d- get that, then I'll get started as soon as I can. Uh, Crawler, before you tell everybody where they can find you, can we talk about one of the greatest highlights that happened this week while you were playing? And the, the, the new nickname you've been given? Oh, well, that, did, did that happen this past week? It happened again this week when I was practicing playing with some guys in Discord. But I think that happened, I think it happened either a week or two weeks ago, or probably two weeks ago when we were playing after, after, one, of the, uh, after one of the shows. Yeah. But yeah, there's some characters that their side B attacks stop at the edge of the, <laughs> edge of the map. And there's some that, that don't, namely Meta Knight doesn't stop at the edge. He'll continue his, uh, his spin dash attack. And uh, yeah, there's some good highlights on Josh's uh, Twitch clips of, uh, of me just continuing off of the, uh, the edge. And then 
not being able to get out of that attack fast enough to start my jump or being down a jump already and then falling to my death. And I think the highlight is me doing it almost two times immediately, one after the other. So I'm meta crawler now, and I think I'm going to have to try to main meta in the next game just to redeem myself. <laughs> so that's at meta crawler. That's where we can find you. Is that? <laughs> So yeah, but you can find <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter at Nightcrawler seven two four. It's Nightcrawler without the e, um, and you can come make fun of me about falling off the map with Meta in the Discord at Josh's Discord. Uh, Josh will tell you the link here in just a little bit. <laughs> All right, guys, the music you're hearing right now is the Metal Melee theme. You can check out the full video at n 64 joshcom slash Metal Melee. All one word. Uh, audibletrial.com slash SBC gets you a free book from Audible. Check out something like Console Wars or Ready Player One. There's lots of good books there. Audibletrial.com slash SBC. If you want to get yourself a gaming chair, go to n64josh.com slash OPSeat. And uh, that is going to trigger a $10 off coupon, and all the chairs are $50 off right now. So it's a total savings of $60. The show notes for this episode, n64josh.com slash SBC16. Join the community. Come hang out, n64josh.com slash Discord. And uh, there's just a lot of good people in there. A lot of people looking to play Smash with others and play Mario Kart and Splatoon. It's just Fortnite now. Like, if you're looking at a game with people, friendly people, come check out the Discord. N64josh.com slash Discord. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at N64josh. You can small. You can swallow. You can follow this show at uh, at smash bros cast i believe on twitter i don't even know i have the name on here i really need to do that like what in the world i'm such a pro anyway guys thank you if you're enjoying the show itunes give us a five-star review that'd be awesome and we'll see you in the next episode